Kaya. That say, sounds kind of Boston. No. Say, uh, counting no crows. Baya. Oh, ca- counting crows is the only way that I can do an Australian accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> canning crows. <laughs> canning crows. Canning crows. The only thing. crows. The only thing I can say in a New Zealand Doing accent is yoga. Death. Death and did. Death and did. 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 I just think I'm scarred ever since we played that accent game that mom got for Christmas. And she heckled me. (laughs) She heckled my accents during a game. Yeah, that's the one that we got her. Mom's so competitive. She is. We should all start beefing up on our accents. She complimented. I bumped that with my glasses. She complimented my Boston accent when I was illegally blonde. Did she? never felt. You did a good job. Do it now. Hawk the ka and Harvard yard. See, even that was bad. That's why mom heckles me. <laughs> That's why mom heckles me. Why we you. There's, there's robot cars out there. There's robot cars. There's robot cars out there. I, mean, I literally just watched Mark Wahlberg talk on oh like God. YouTube videos, and I was like, cool, Boston. <laughs> there's robot cars. There's robot cars. There's robot cars outside. <laughs> With this whole fucking can in my wheel of you. <laughs> my father was a pan star. <laughs> At work, we had a new hire who was from Boston who schooled us all on the proper use of the word wicked. Because they say wicked all the time in oh, Boston, yeah. but it only means certain things. Wicked hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm wicked. kicking. Finger wicked. Like I'm freaking This wicked. is why mom Stun heckles our it. accents, Salem. Cut it out. I'm going to beef up on my accents. I'm going to impress some people in about five years. It's going to be awesome. So I'm keep listening, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to beef up. I'm going to see how bad I can make okay. mine. Oh, pick one for us. Pick, a, pick an accent. I'm um, really bad at Scottish. Us, oh, I'll never. Scottish is so hard. Not according to Grandma. She heckled wicked that hard. too when you <laughs> we were at a bar. It's wicked hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. Scottish accent. So. So. Are we gonna have a I, podcast? So I heard about this thing, you guys. Are, it's called a podcast. Are we gonna have a podcast? Stop. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do a podcast. <laughs> Sit down, I want to tell you a story, a really weird and messed up story, with murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls, it's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled, it's effed up family story time, the podcast. (laughs) Hi everyone, welcome to our fourth episode of effed up family story time, I'm Salem, and I'm Hannah. And I'm Jess. And with us today, we have a special guest. He's my boyfriend. Hi, I'm James. <laughs> Hi, James. Cut that out. No, he's my, my boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. It's funny. So. Hi, James. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm excited to hear your stories today. Thanks. I'm excited to tell them. In fact, I'm so excited to have you here and hear your stories that my drink I made today honors the country that your stories come from what country is that jess japan (laughs) so welcome to our fucked up drink corner where the recipes may sound fucked up but taste good and i'll get you fucked up i just wanted to see how many times i could say fucked up in one sentence i liked it you could add you could add it a few more times it's sick dude it's fucking wicked i don't know i think i said it wrong and that was that a bad (laughs) enough accent was my accent horrible (laughs) Before we get we to the drink, it's the bad hot. accent corner. Bad accent corner. 
All right, so disclaimer before our drink today. I don't look anything up online, so if I have created a drink that belongs to somebody else, feel free to email us at ffspodcast. The podcast. The podcast. So feel free to email us at ffsthepodcast at gmail.com and yell at me if I stole somebody else's idea that already existed, all right? Or feel free to email us and rant about anything you want to rant about. We'll probably send back a snarky email in response to whatever you have to say. Don't be mean, though, because I'm baby. (laughs) <laughs> we won't let Hannah read the emails. <laughs> we'll keep her sheltered. Yeah, she doesn't have the password. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is it? Just like typing everything in, trying to hack the system. <laughs> I gotta see these emails. So today our drink is the Green Dragon. And to honor the country of Japan, which James will t- be telling us more about in a little bit, I've used the liqueur Midori. Midori is made by a Japanese beverage company called Suntory, and it is flavored of Japanese melons. It's very sweet. So for our drink, I have paired it with green apple hard cider. Whatever brand you like, we've used Angry Orchard because that's the only green apple hard cider that my liquor store had. And lemons. Now for this recipe, it's a punch. So you get to make it ahead of time in a pitcher, in a bowl, however you want to do it. And it is 24 ounces, which is two bottles of the green apple cider, six shots of Midori, and then the juice of three lemons. And that makes about six drinks with that amount. Now, if you want to make it a little more fall and you like cinnamon, we played around a little bit, and you can add however much you like. I would suggest a splash of fireball whiskey. Gives it a kind of cinnamony flavor. Makes it more of a fally drink. So what do you think, guys? It's good. It's good. It is good. We cheers. Clink. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. We did it. Clink. Yuri on ice. No. So Anime's not gay anymore. It, it, drink up. <laughs> <laughs> so drink up and enjoy. Thank I'm you, Jesse. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smooth Jess. Thank I you had... for that retroactive uh, introduction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready to hear more about these Japanese, what are they, legends, curses. Tell me more about what you're going to talk about, James. Yeah, so I've chosen a couple of uh, Japanese urban legends. Um, most of them are have been around for a really long time. Um, uh, two of them are more like grounded in realism, and two of them are like really weird, like supernatural ones. Um, uh, so I guess I'll just start here. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first this one. Wait. What? This is our second Halloween episode. Yes. Like that's important to say. So these are urban legends in honor of Halloween. In honor Do of they Halloween? celebrate oh, they Halloween in Japan though? I I don't think so. I don't know. Is this just more spooky stories because Halloween's coming up? Kind yeah. Of thing? Um, I am a big dork, and I love like video games and anime and stuff. So, and a lot I love horror. So, anytime that there's urban legends and kind of stuff that's um, passed around over there, I think it's really interesting. So, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about a couple of those. Well, well and uh, he's what you would call a weeaboo. No. <laughs> a what? A weeaboo. A weeaboo. Not though. He's not a weeaboo. I don't know what that is. All right. No. Well. It's just like an American dude who you I say dude Who's and that's sexist. Dude. Uh, it's an American oh. person who is super into like Japanese anime. Okay. And is, See, like, I don't think dude is sexist anymore. Ugh, I use dude for everything. That's for fair, everybody. Yeah. As a noun, as a verb, as an adjective. Yeah. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're, we're all, all dudes. dudes. Yeah. yeah. That cat over there is a dude. I'm a dude. He's a dude. <laughs> She's a dude. Because we're, we're all, all dudes. dudes. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Good burger. 
Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Japan! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my favorite Japanese film, Good Burger. (laughs) Directed by Takashi Miike. (laughs) Well, let's be honest, though, James. If you could have a spirit country, your spirit country would be Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I love Midori, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So the first one that I've chosen um, is a Kleenex commercial uh, that was supposedly cursed, played late at night, and disturbed the viewers. And I have uh, pulled it up here. Um, the way you can find this at home is by looking up Japanese baby ogre Kleenex commercial. What the hell? <laughs> so I'm going to – it's a – like I love 20, Japanese 20 seconds long. I'm going to play I'm going to turn this down a little bit and play this. You can maybe Get out of here. What the hell is happening? Oh, that's weird. Does he have a unicorn horn? not gonna be a fine oh, day tomorrow so um We're all for those of dead. you at home james just played that commercial for us and it is rather weird it's, it's off-putting yes yeah. I, I needed to show that to you because um i had to get the curse off my back so now you have to oh, show it to somebody thanks. else it's the ring <laughs> Is that directed by the same guy who directed House? <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know. But he did do commercials. Yeah, so that's why I asked. That's interesting. I, I wonder if the, I, I didn't think to make that connection, but I'll have to look into that and who? follow up with that. There's a movie called House, um, H-A-U, oh wait, H, yeah, H-A-U-S-U, Hausu, um, that's a Japanese horror movie. It came out in the 70s like late 70s and it was directed by a guy who never directed a movie before but he directed a bunch of commercials that were really popular with teenagers so they were like horror movies are popular with teenagers your commercials are popular so make a movie and he made this really horrible That's not horrible weird weird movie um it's awesome uh, okay. it inspired stuff like uh fully coolie and a bunch of like really weird random kind of anime stuff um it's it's a cool movie it's just weird like the so that was a baby ogre I'm taking by the title mm-hmm. of the the commercial. And he, so but he was like blurry. Like he wasn't in focus really. And he was orange and had a unicorn horn. Yeah. So he's dressed up as a uh, an oni uh, oh, okay. or a Japanese ogre. This, mm-hmm. They have like the, the big poofy yeah. like afro and the little, the little they're red and they have the little horn on. Um, but yeah. So uh, basically in the 80s, this there was actually three of these commercials. The only one that I can find um, in its entirety was that one. Um, was the one I was I played, featuring Keiko Matsuzaka, who was the woman in the commercial. Uh, she's the one in the white dress, and then there's the kid that's dressed as the ogre. Um, the song that's in it is called "Fine Day" or "It's a Fine Day," and that's by Jane Lancaster. And when this commercial aired, viewers complained with television stations and the Kleenex like headquarters that it was disturbing, that the song sounded like a German curse, despite that the lyrics are in English. English. Um, and rumors started to circulate that like a whole bunch of stuff, like people that were involved in the commercial uh, had gotten ill or like died in accidents. Um, mm. There was a rumor that Matsuzaka, the, um, the actress in the commercial, was 
uh, institutionalized after it aired, and that she had become pregnant with a demon baby, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that she had died, but she's been in movies since. (laughs) So that's not true. (laughs) So, yeah, I think she was in a movie this year. Um, so there, there's the, the legend that goes around to a lot, a lot of these that it's like cursed and you know, if you watch it, you'll die. Um, that's made its way to a lot of like Japanese horror films. I can't imagine the ring and the yeah. grudge and they're all about curses and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. In and that horror. thing where you've got to pass it on to somebody, mm-hmm. that kind of chain letter kind yeah. of effect. Yeah. One, there's also a claim of one of the cameramen on the commercial who died uh, in a sauna due to equipment failure. And when I read that, I thought it was funny because I thought that he had his camera in the sauna and the camera <laughs> killed him. And I was like, what? Um, but that part of the um, legend is actually pulled from another urban legend about a real suicide oh. of an idol. And her name was um, Yukiko Okada. Uh, she was a popular uh, teenage Japanese idol in 1986 who was found in her apartment. She had um, tried to commit suicide by filling her apartment with gas and cutting her wrists. She was found in her um, apartment, crouched in the closet, uh, and she was discovered by a rescue team that was called in. The apartment management, uh, due to the smell of the gas, had come in to find her. She was taken to the hospital, and the next day, uh, her injuries were treated, and then the next day she was taken to the Sun Music Building, which is where I, I'm assuming that she was, you know, where her music was produced. Um, and her manager and staff were discussing the recent events. While they were discussing that, she took her shoes off, ran up the stairs, um, jumped out of the seven-story building, and died instantly. Wow. And it said that the cameraman that filmed her body was the one who... Um, was the one that died in the sauna. Huh. So that oh, okay. that part of the legend has made it. That part of that legend has made it over to this one. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> how they do Crazy. that. How they like meld together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. Uh, that n- name when I was reading through a lot of these kept coming back up too. Like a lot of the stuff that was tied to her uh-huh. uh, kind of popped up in a lot of different places as well. Um, now, as for the lyrics of the song being a German curse, uh, <laughs> they stated that the lyrics that people heard were, die, die, everyone is cursed and will be killed. Aww. The actual lyrics... Sounds German. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> the actual lyrics are, it's a fine day, people open windows, they leave their houses just for a short while, they walk by the grass, they look at the grass... They look at the sky. It's going to be a fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine day tomorrow. So it, hey, uh, that's actually it's kind of nice. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not creepy. It doesn't sound like a no, curse. exactly. I mean, whether you like it, like the lyrics it or not, doesn't sound it's like not, die, die. No. <laughs> everyone is cursed. And I, I can't. maybe there was something lost in translation. Yeah, since the lyrics are in English, I don't know. But paired with those visuals, it is like it's kind of a weird. Yes, and it's not going to be a fine day when I'm staring at a demon baby. <laughs> well, I heard the lyrics of like it's going to be a fine night tonight. It's mm-hmm. and I was like, no, it's not. Look at that thing. Well, and it's also in like a weird minor key, yeah. and like uh-huh. it's super eerie. Like yeah, the dissonant and the music is eerie. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever the lyrics are, the music is eerie. And we're just watching like a her p- 
cat, this Oni, <laughs> and a tissue fly away in the breeze, and it's like, what? it's no, discombobulating. When I, when I pulled it up last night, you were like, what are you watching over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> that song, you just it just doesn't, it just hits you. It's really weird. Weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so we can put a link on yeah. our Facebook to the video, so. I just think, th I thought the weirdest thing was how blurry the baby ogre was like he wasn't in focus it seems compared to everything around yeah him. um one thing that um since you brought up the like it being blurry and things like that um there's another part of the legend that, that states that the if you watch the commercial after midnight it alters and it changes um but i always thought that the midnight thing was weird because isn't like technically right now after midnight like you know, oh. the if whole you're like oh. depends on or just in general, like oh, oh. yeah, or does it have to? Or <laughs> like, do, it like, to do like, they mean the midnight the... hour? Yeah. yeah, like after midnight. It, how, it's always how long after midnight. After midnight. Yeah. There's always there's that that whole uh, like argument of gremlins and stuff. Right. <laughs> so I thought that was funny because I was like, shouldn't it have changed now? But um, but <laughs> they it always change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, oh, and I also read that. There was like a one of one of the horror websites I was reading. It was like our producer Tommy whatever has watched the commercial thirty times to no effect, and I was like, somebody is doing the hard hitting <laughs> research <laughs> on this. Someone's sacrificing, taking somebody's that risk. working on this. <laughs> um, but it, it states that uh, the if you watch it after midnight, the baby will turn blue, um, and then it will also link the viewer going insane. Um, there are videos, like numerous videos, if you look it up on YouTube. Um, that's why, like that, that's the one when I mentioned was the only one I could find in its entirety is just because a lot of them are like altered, mm -hmm. so people like video edit it and be like, look, it actually changed during midnight. Oh. Whoa, check this out. And it's just yeah. clickbait, but yeah. So there's a lot of those, but those have all been debunked as edited. Um, they, um, so back to the commercial itself and the symbolism because you were mentioning like the weird like she's leaning into him and the kleenex is like flying off into the air um there's symbolic elements in the commercial uh that also contribute to some of the viewers unease of it okay um the commercial the woman leans in to kiss the baby um and releases the tissue which rises into the air um and people interpret that as a surrender to like the forces of darkness um, and evil, she's, you know, dressed in all white, and she's, like, leaning into this, like, evil symbol. I don't huh. know why it's a baby, but... Because <laughs> um, babies are evil? Duh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> but since, like, pure white is associated with, like, goodness and spirituality, it sends into the air, and people kind of think that that would mean that the soul, like, as the soul would ascend after death, um, this hmm. death of the body or death of inherent goodness may disturb the viewer and caused people unease huh. um i mean at the end of it it's really just a weird commercial that freaks people <laughs> out <laughs> yeah just like what the hell you know that's how I, i'd look at it and be like what the <laughs> fuck is that okay and then and, <laughs> and who thought this would make me buy kleenex yeah <laughs> that's like yeah, that's yeah. what i always wonder like who was the one who's like I know how we get people to buy Kleenex. We take a baby ogre <laughs> and a lady dressed in white. We play a creepy song and we blow a tissue away on the wind. Should we have and everybody just went, one? Yeah. Should we have just one version of it, or should there be three of them? I think three. Should yeah. we play them really late at night? Yes. <laughs> and then there were people who backed that idea up, like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it. We're, we're gonna spend the money. Let's make these commercials. Hope like, nothing uh, bad happens. <laughs> I just always wonder how 
things like that come to fruition. Like somebody thought of this idea and people supported it. Late nights, booze. I don't know. <laughs> Phoenix. I don't know. It's the ad industry. It yeah. all goes back to Mad Men, the right? The writing room. Yeah, exactly. People <laughs> sitting in a sweaty room. Just Smoking being like, cigarettes. <laughs> we got we to gotta come up with a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> we got a deadline. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Stop saying what I say. God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really creepy. And now we welcome you to the podcast, When Siblings Fight. <laughs> Tune in every episode. Because <laughs> it'll happen. <laughs> that's pretty cool. What's your next story? So the next one I have Where? is the Kuchisaka Anna, um, who is a popular like ghost um, uh, that's kind of shows up in japan and a lot of horror movies um if you think like stuff like Slenderman and and kind of like internet born ghosts that we have and like creatures like that it's similar to that it's somebody who um or it's like kind of a ghost that uh, uh, targets like children and um Pets. different people yeah so it's all it's all about children <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're scared of everything um, the Kuchisaka Anna is a hum- or was a human woman, um, according to the legend, who was mutilated in her life. Uh, she has her mouth slit from ear to ear. Um, the story alters. Uh, sometimes she was an adulterous wife. Other times she was like a concubine of a samurai. Um, the punishment uh, for her infidelity was that her husband sliced the corners of her mouth. The... Um, Story is also changed drastically um, in different, depending on like how who it's, you know, where it's from, whether it's in a movie or who's telling it or where it originated. To sometimes that she had plastic surgery, and that's what uh, got the, um, you know, gave her the the scars, or that she was injured in a dental procedure. Ooh, that was a hell of a dental Um, surgery. Like, (laughs) it's weird. There's also versions of it where it was a woman who was jealous of her beauty. And mutilated her because of that. Oh. Um, I buy a motive for that one more. I was trying to think, like, what would the symbolism of the husband slicing her mouth be? Like, uh, for being in, infid- unfaithful. unfaithful. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of infidelities. At, well, infidelity. And, like, I'm like, nope. Nope. There's no <laughs> no version of that. I don't know. But I, I buy the motive behind the jealous woman because bitches be crazy (laughs) yes they are all three in this room included (laughs) um excuse me (laughs) you be crazy (laughs) you crazy (laughs) so after her death she becomes a vengeful spirit or an onryo and she covers her mouth with a cloth mostly it's um visualized as a surgical mask uh, in most of the movies and images, it's it's just a, a surgical mask. Um, sometimes it'll be just like a piece of like handmade cloth with like blood on it. Um, she asks victims, so she'll she'll show up. She usually carries a sharp instrument with her, um, a knife, uh, scythe, scissors are usually the most common. Um, and she uh, has a dialogue tree. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> oh. So I'm just going to go ahead and um, play the role of the Kuchisaka Anna. And Jess, um, I will have you answer my questions. Okay. All right. Are there certain answers I'm supposed to give, or just is it just like yes she asks? No. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know so how these ghosts work. <laughs> she, will, she will approach you and ask, <clears throat> am I pretty? 
well, if I'm scared of her, I say yes. All right, so I take off the mask. And I scream. How about now? I don't know that I say anything. I might just pee my pants and run away. So um. <laughs> if you don't say anything, you will be able to escape, and I will kill you in your sleep. What is it with Japanese <laughs> legends and dying in your sleep, man? Um, I was wondering about the big reveal. I was going to ask you if she like ever takes her mask <laughs> off and is like, ha ha, look at me. <laughs> I don't know. If somebody approached me with a sharp implement and asked if they were pretty, I'm pretty sure no matter what, I'm going to be like, uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes you are. You're what very are, pretty. Wh- okay, I'll, want me to do the other one so you can read the rest of the conversation, Shane? Yeah. So, uh, so I'll say no now. Okay, okay so if if I ask, am I pretty, and you say no, uh-huh. I will kill you with my in- sharp instrument. <laughs> See, I told you. Somebody comes up to you with a sharp instrument, ask if they're pretty. <laughs> Whatever they ask you, you just say yes. <laughs> so the... <laughs> what it's, if I said yes instead of ran away? So if you So okay. what if I said so yes? So if you both say times? yes both times, then she slits your mouth so we you look oh, like Oh, so she has a twinsy? Yeah. Okay. And if you say no after the second quest or question, she cuts you in half. In half. Cuts oh. you in half. Oh my god, with her scissors? I guess. <laughs> like so if I say no the first time I just get killed with her sharp implement, but if I say no the second time I get like chopped in half, mm-hmm. I get bisected. Okay. But when I found this conversation <laughs> diagram, That's I was super happy because it's <laughs> hilarious. It's like, check out all the outcomes. Like, so now you know how to answer appropriately. There's if you no are appropriate way to her. answer. No, you nothing good comes get of it. fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have a better chance of fighting her off if she tries to cut my face. And at least I'm alive. And plastic surgery nowadays could totally fix that. Because fighting off ghosts always works. Yeah. That's wh- why you call the Ghostbusters. They're in control. So what if you want to try to avoid her? Uh, how do you think there w- uh, you would do that? Like so that we never see her and have to answer any questions? Yeah, or how do you think if you do approach her, how, what are some ways that you think you could uh, get? I, I don't approach her, for one. What about what you guys? What if she approaches you? Fucking run, run away. I don't know. That'd be hard because now in a lot of the Asian countries, a lot of people wear surgical masks for illnesses yeah. so i guess you couldn't just assume if you saw someone in the surgical mask that they were this creepy ghost lady the they sharp might be a normal though. person you well, see the sharp implement <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're a crafter and they just have their scissors and they're asking you if you have some glue yeah or something. you always have a bag of cross stitch stuff with you that's so. true i always, always have a sharp implement implement of destruction sharp Instrument? Uh, implement Hello? works as implement well. Implement works? It? Oh, yeah, okay. Implement yeah. works as well. Instrument works. They both <laughs> work. <out>. Fucking <laughs> trying to make me sound stupid. Cut that out. Um, well, if you say that she's average, this will give her enough time. This will distract her. You didn't tell me that was an option. You said I had to say yes or no. <laughs> well, that's just in the conversation tree here. But ways <laughs> to avoid her. If you were if you were to say she's average, that will stump her and give you enough time to <laughs> she, run away. I mean, you're kind of like you girl like, next door, okay. kind of pretty. Yeah. It's, it's certain lighting. Yeah. I mean, she, you yeah. like a solid five out of ten. Uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> five. If she's I, like if oh. maybe six, maybe. <laughs> if we dim the lights a little <laughs> you just bit. book it. <laughs> that seems so crazy. crazy you confuse the ghost. <laughs> Am I pretty? I mean, if we dimmed the lights a little. What? (laughs) You can also... I've never thought about confusing a ghost before. (laughs) You can also uh, throw money or 
Beko Ame. It's a hard candy. Um, I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up, but it's it's just like a it just looks, looks like, like a, a lozenge. Yeah, yeah, almost. And that will distract her. Okay. Um, Does she eat it? I, I don't, probably. <laughs> she just loves it. What if you she throw other things it. besides money? Well, there's weird, like, like um. Oh, like folklore about ghosts that if you throw stuff like matches or or needles or something that they're like compelled to have to pick them up so that it stops them long enough for you to be able to get away. They're yeah. like crows. Chinese <laughs> vampires. They're like the rain man. <laughs> Chinese vampires, if they pass by uh, like a bag of like a rice or anything, they will stop and count or all count the grains. Yeah. Yeah. They'll count all the grains of rice. And that's where um count what's his name? Number count boy. Cho- count no, count not count chocula. <laughs> Count the count. The count. From yeah, Sesame yeah. I, I uh, thought he had uh, more of a name. Uh, I think he's just one the count. bad joke. So uh, he's Chinese. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 he's a Chinese vampire. If he's counting, that's why he count. counts all the time. I so Chinese vampires are all rain man, but only with rice. <laughs> yes. Only with rice. I think okay. it just they have a um, a compulsion to count. Yeah. Um, what so if it was like long grain rice? Does that count? I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, this is we'll about say, Japan, not we'll China. Say, we'll Vermicella. save it for, for the Ver- vampire Vermicelli. episode. Vermicelli. <laughs> what are the well, other things they put work? in rice aroni with the rice? Pasta what vampires. About quinoa. Quinoa. <laughs> Orzo. Yo, a vampire can never go into Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Too much grain. <laughs> Can't handle it. Um, Hannah, what do you think another way that um, you could get rid of this ghost? Is there is there a word you could shout at them three times? Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's a good one. Three um, times I immediately uh, thought, hey, uh, is uh, it, uh, oh, is it an Ottawa Tajobadeska? No. <laughs> the word is pomade. Pomade? <laughs> like what you... Put in your hair. So Kuchisaka Anas hate pomade. If you shout pomade three times, that is another way to get rid of one. So, because she's beautiful. If you put pomade in her hair, hair. I won't. Ah. <laughs> no, you got it wrong again. Damn moose. it! I want moose, not pomade. The uh, okay. pomade is said to remind her of dentistry, plastic surgery smells, or something that her boyfriend used. Oh, that's weird. Which distracts her. Pomade, pomade, But pomade. you don't have pomade. You just say just it. Yell it. You don't have to have it. You just yell it. I'm going to be my... Pomade, pomade, pomade. Go back to, to vampires. And You're you only say... half pretty. Pomade, pomade, pomade. Here's some candy. Pomade, pomade, pomade. There's $13. Pomade, pomade, pomade. <laughs> go away! Oh my God. Go away! That's hilarious. So what I learned from this so far is that if I travel in Japan, make sure I have whatever that hard candy was on me at all times, and anybody who comes up to me in a surgical mask with a Scream sharp instrument at them, throw candy at them. I'm gonna be like that horrible American tourist, <laughs> just throw candy at people because they've got masks on. Pome, pome, pome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. So this legend d- uh, dates back to as early as 1979. Uh, it was reported in publications as the Gifu Prefecture, which was a newspaper. So this was such a serious thing, in fact, that it was actually in print. And parent-teacher associations um, would actually have to like accompany uh, 
children home from school to walk them and like it was like a real like the (laughs) real threat that's crazy they don't even want kids home now when there's like a child abductor noted to be in the area i know like but in japan they want kids home to keep them safe from ghosts from a ghost yeah that's pretty awesome they love their kids more than i guess so we do here yeah so it was a basically just like it just created like a mass hysteria about the this (laughs) this ghost that's crazy that's pretty interesting um and it's shown up a lot in popular culture. Uh, this is like one of their more popular ghosts. So there's a there's a whole movie series called Carved. I think there's three or four of those movies. Um, I don't know. If I've in, heard of those. They're really weird. They, I've never watched them, but they, I've heard of them. They do like um, the Grudge of the Ring thing, where they make like a whole backstory for the mm-hmm. ghost specifically. And um, I've only seen the first one. Uh, the um, most notable and more recent version of this uh, ghost is Chatterley from Yokai Watch, who is a just she's just a ghost with a really big mouth, and um, that's a role playing. If you don't know, that's a role playing series uh, out of Japan that takes Japanese urban legends and yokai and turns them into like Pokemon like collectible monsters. I never realized that. So my daughter Evie loves Yokai Watch and. I didn't realize that that creepy one was based on that. Yeah, a majority lady. of those things yeah, are all based like on weird yokai. Yeah. But they do it in such legends. a kid-friendly way. Oh yeah, they like, make them they make them look super like yeah. cute. <laughs> but yeah. So, there's a lot of Pokémon too that are but based off of like yeah. yokai. They they like take Mistrevis is she the like floating uh, head lady? Oh yeah. 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 Um there's uh the Kitsune um, which is like uh, Nine Tails, yeah. uh, mm. Renamon from Digimon, and I don't know the Yokai watch what its name is, but or the Yokai, but that's also that um, makes sense there. because when she started watching Yokai Watch, I was like, this is kind of just like a weird Pokemon yeah. show, <laughs> and like um, that game is so interesting too because though it's those those are all household tales that everybody knows right. about in Japan, so it's like you know, this this thing and it's and, all familiar know. in Japan mm-hmm. to people. Yeah, she she like she doesn't really watch it anymore, but she really liked it and played the games and stuff. All right, well that is the second story. Uh, if you wanted to do, did you want to break? We'll take a little Let's break and then we'll come back to two more stories. Right? I know. Yep. A word from our sponsor, <laughs> Kleenex. <laughs> if you feel like giving your soul up to a baby ogre. Then buy Kleenex. Wipe your nose with this shit. This is Mike on the mic. Check. (laughs) (laughs) Mike on the mic. My name's Mike. I uh, (laughs) here to do my podcast. Mike on the mic. Over there is Mike. We're checking the mics. Mike. Mike. Let's check the mics, Mike. Hey, Mike. What'd you do this weekend? I fucking hiked. You did a hike, Mike? I did a hike, nice. Mike. <laughs> That's sick. Checking the mic. All right. What'd you now, do, Mike? Did you ride your bike, Mike? I, ri- <laughs> <laughs> I rode my bike. Hey, Mike. Uh, psych. So, oh, oh, <laughs> yo. All right. And that'll be the, the, the most recent episode of Checking the Mic. See you guys later. There we go. <laughs> are we ready, are we ready yeah. for more stories? Yeah. W- Want to get back to some stories? <laughs> yeah, you tell one. I don't know. What story do you have for us now, James? <laughs> so I'm going to tell a story about magazines. Okay. Wow. Specific. Okay. Well. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like, wow. No, I was adding oh. emphasis. Oh, great. Wow. What's the most exciting magazine you can think of? Tiger Beat. Oh. Okay. Te- teen Beat too. Like, How about? Why were they all beat? 
Oh yeah, there was shoujo beat too, which <laughs> is not there was. not a not a like a teen pop culture magazine, but it was a manga yeah. magazine. Penhouse. And then they that's <laughs> not <laughs> penthouse <Mother>? beat. <laughs> That just makes it sounds like Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. It's the penthouse (laughs) penthouse beat. It's like the generic Schoolhouse Rock. Instead of I'm a bill, I'm a certificate made into a law. What? (laughs) Anyway, cut that out. Cut that out. So I'm going to talk about a magazine called The Television, which is a Japanese magazine that is a cross between like a tv guide and people magazine now on the newsstands if you were to pass by a copy of the television all the celebrities that are um, on the cover are holding lemons they're just posing with lemons okay the legend goes that okada yukiko the idol that i mentioned earlier had wait the one who jumped out of a building okay Mm -hmm. the one who had mentioned or who had uh, jumped out of the build the sun music building um, cursed the television, this magazine, this production studio, uh, and was haunted, uh, so that they were haunted by her, basically. Uh, Nakamori Okino, who was another idol who was friends with her, um, thought that the only way to ward off the curse uh, was to use a lemon as a protective charm, and that's why everyone holds lemons. Okay. Do we know why the lemon is a protective charm? Um, so, not... Are you going to talk about that? Did I jump I'm gonna, ahead? I'm going to talk about why they actually hold the lemons. Okay. But the legend is that it's because of a ghost, and the lemon wards off the ghost. That's just a Japanese legend that lemons ward off ghosts. Well, I don't general, think so. Or? I think that that's just what people were, you know, attributing the them the weird thing of them holding the lemons to. I don't think the lemon has any okay. significance on like so, it's not it's okay. not a popular so thing. So her friend didn't actually tell them to hold the lemon for that reason people just think her friend yeah so that's oh, part of the I thought legend her friend actually thought well, it would ward off the ghost that's and lemons might have like in a like a, a magical sense yeah. you know like herbs and mm-hmm. fruits well, and, and plants all have like properties and i do think that protection i know that like orange and other citrus has like is associated with protection so maybe lemon is too maybe that's just like a traditional yeah that's what i was wondering but i, I get it now so people just thought her friend was like hold mm. these lemons her friend i didn't actually say hold these if you okay. think that scurvy is a ghost, <laughs> I'm the spooky scurvy. I'm being ghost. haunted by <laughs> scurvy. <ghost>. From scurvy, <laughs> eat an orange. Is, is scurvy ghosts like its own kind of ghost? Like poltergeist has its own property. Scurvy ghost scurvy just guys. makes you sick. Scurvy guys. Scurvy guys. <laughs> I love it. Hannah. TM trademark. No one oh. gets that. <laughs> or, original original character. Do not steal. <laughs> so the curse. Uh, the the. Uh, I mean, the, the legend is that the curse spread was so strong that Nabaguchi Suyoshi, who was the only person to not hold the lemon on the cover, was arrested after the photo shoot. So he was actually arrested. Um, and basically, this magazine started in 1982. It's still on newsstands to this day. So if you see a copy of the television, you're going to see um, people holding lemons. I have a couple of photos here. Huh. Um, and if you just, again, Google, like, Japanese television, the television magazine, you'll see um, a lot of covers of people holding lemons, and then you'll see one specific cover with this guy here, Nabaguchi Suyoshi, not holding a lemon. Um, the and they th- and people say he got arrested because because he didn't hold yeah a lemon. something okay. bad happened to him because of the curse because of this idol. Okay, not because he broke the law. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, <laughs> it's more. It, it makes more sense. He only know, broke the law because the ghost made him do it. Yeah, he, he broke true. the law because he didn't hold the lemon, and the curse made him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I get it. Totally plausible. Duh. So Navaguchi Tsuyoshi, the only celebrity in the history of the magazine to appear without the lemon. Um, I mean, it 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 would be very thrilling to think that a ghost girl was the reason that he <laughs> was. Uh, you know, not you know, everyone was posing with fruit and he, he didn't do it. Um, but the truth is actually just that when the magazine first started in 1982, um, the uh, ya- the actress Yako Shimaru Hiroko, I'm sorry if I messed that name up, uh, was seen holding a lemon on the cover. And the tradition continues because she thought it would be a good way to express the freshness of the magazine through the lemon. That's <laughs> adorable. So literally it just started. Um, then a couple of years later when this idol um, killed herself, people started to get this idea that it was like, oh, it was because of the oh, okay. um, this, this curse. And the... Uh, actor Nabaguchi Tsuyoshi, who was arrested, um, he was arrested in 1995 for marijuana possession. And the only reason he didn't hold the fruit is because he doesn't like taking pictures and he thought it was stupid. <laughs> He's uh, like, I don't want to take this picture anyway, so I'm not holding your dumb lemon. <laughs> so when I was looking through all these legends, I wanted to, this one's kind of like really simple and, and kind of, um, I, I think, not as good as some of the other ones that I, I found, but I think it's interesting because just like the other one, that suicide of that young idol just like got into everyone's yeah. brains and it was like this thing is because of her this thing is because yeah. of her like this uh, this legend goes to the, it just like links them all together and um i kept seeing her name show up more and more in a bunch of different ones hmm, that's interesting they've given her a lot of power yeah yeah it, it i've definitely made an impact Mm-hmm. on you know on the people in the culture obviously for them to like i think it's interesting too how they it seems like we have it in all cultures but their cultures culture it seems has it a lot this idea of the curse and the i don't know like i don't know coming up with these weird connections like the lemons where the hell did that come from somebody thought of it somewhere and then it just becomes this mm-hmm. thing how yeah. does well japan is a very just like superstitious country in general yeah Mm -hmm. they focus on like tradition a lot and they focus on spirituality a lot and i think that that kind of bleeds into spirits and Mm -hmm. hauntings and curses and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. just the way it spreads i guess that's kind of what's fascinating to me is the way it'll spread this idea will become so ingrained in just everybody's everyday life it's it's just kind of cool different um nabaguchi Tsuyoshi would actually come back to the magazine pose again um more recently and he was seen holding two lemons uh <laughs> right here to make up for the fact that he didn't do it the first time that's good and he says if, if he's ever on the magazine again he will hold a whole basket of lemons <laughs> <laughs> that's cool <laughs> all right so that's that that um third one and then the last one i have here uh is something that i know nothing about uh, which is baseball. So th- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a superstition and a curse that um, is m- a little more grounded. It's still like an urban legend, but it's not. You know, there's not any ghosts or really anything a- attributed to it. Um, this is the curse of the colonel, um, which is about the Hanshin Tigers, which is a uh, Japanese baseball team. Uh, in 1985, the Hanshin Tigers, who are located in Kansai. 
which is the second largest metropolitan area in Japan, faced the Cebu Lions, and they took their first and only victory in the J- the Japan series. The um, victory was largely due to Randy Bass, who was an American playing on the team, and uh, he actually later became a state senator of Oklahoma. Um, oh. So Weird. due to their winning the series, the fan base went really wild, and a group of fans gathered at the bridge, the Bisu Bridge, um, which is located in Dotenbari, Osaka, um, which is kind of like a country area of Japan. Um, what they did was they stood on the bridge, and fans would shout the name of a player, and then a uh, fan representing that player would jump off the bridge into the canal um, in celebration. And they did this for each player on the team. Uh, they were lacking one fan resembling one crucial part of the team at that point, which was um, Randy Bass. So the solution for this was that they went to a nearby uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, they <laughs> stole a Colonel Sanders statue um, who, like Randy Bass, had a beard and was not Japanese. Uh, and from <laughs> they dressed it in a Haunchin Tiger's jersey and tossed it off the bridge as an effigy. This started the beginning of what is called the Curse of the Colonel. Uh, this states that the Tigers will not win the championship until the, state ha- the statue has been recovered. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, he's so vengeful. I love that. That's so crazy. <laughs> How big was the statue? Was it life-size? It's a full life-size okay. statue of oh, Colonel Sanders. Sanders. I don't think they have them in KFCs here, I've but they they have them out. What? That's just exciting, <laughs> and I want one. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, they have them uh, outside of KFCs in Japan. Um, KFC is a really big thing in Japan, it's too. It's like huge uh, in Japan. It's really? crazy. In Christmas, and not a lot of uh, Japanese people celebrate Christmas, they went really hard with the KFC marketing. So it's a Christmas tradition to get a bucket of chicken, like get a KFC dinner, and that's Christmas dinner. And so they go crazy with this marketing. Oh, so. that's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> Let's start doing it. I'm Let's down. I'll get KFC Christmas. for Christmas. Quit cooking, right? Yeah. I'm down. I love, I love that. I like it, too. <laughs> I love that idea. So that's pretty funny. So they did they so they've never won a game since. So after the win in the 1985 series, the Hanshin Tigers suffered 18 and I'm sorry, they suffered an 18 year losing streak. Oh my wow. gosh. So this would either place them last or next to last in the league. Um, during this time there were like n- countless attempts to recover the statue. There was divers uh, going down in reality TV shows were running blocks where it was like, we're diving into the, the canal and looking for the statue. That's funny. Um, fans would repeatedly go to this Dotenbari KFC and, and profusely apologize to the store managers. Oh no. And they were doing everything they could to lift this curse. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, it just, it, the, the Colonel remained in the canal and the tigers just continued to be cursed. In Colonel, two- Colonel in the Canal is my band name. Colonel in the Canal. I just want to say. Love Continue. It. <laughs> Sorry. In 2003, the Tigers had a really strong season and won the Central League. Um, so not quite the Japan series, but basically qualifying. So newspapers had speculated that the curse had been lifted. You know, it's just this sports superstition. Um, the Tigers did lose, however, to the Fukuoka Dai... I don't know this, the pronounced Dai-E Hawks. Um, and so the curse remained intact. Um, but enthusiastic about taking the Central League, 5,300 fans plunged into the Dodenbori Canal. <laughs> and KFC restaurants in Kobe and Osaka, uh, well, Kobe and Osaka, 
whoa <laughs> Kobe and Osaka moved their Colonel Sanders statues inside basically preventing you know, <laughs> rabid fans from <laughs> repeating the incident that's great uh, the Colonel in the Dodenberry area KFC branch was bolted down so they actually replaced the statue at that one and had bolted it down so that nobody can steal it <laughs> And then in 2003, a fan that was part of that um, 5,300 uh, fans, you know, plunging into the canal, actually drowned in the canal oh, no. during the celebration. It was reported that he was shoved in by other fans. Oh, um, no. And at this point, the Osaka City Council order did um, they they ordered a construction of a bridge to kind of prevent people from doing that in the future, um, which would make it more difficult. And basically, if um, if the Colonel Sanders was ever, you know, gotten out of the canal or they they um, retrieved the statue, then if people were going to celebrate again, it would just make it impossible for that to happen again. And in March of 2009, divers in the canal spotted something appearing to be a large barrel. And then upon closer inspection, it appeared to be a human corpse. And then upon closer inspection was identified as the upper body of Colonel Harlan Sanders. <laughs> to the Colonel, bitches! <laughs> to the Colonel, bitches! He's been found! So just savior. His, so just his upper body was found, and then later, I believe it was a couple days later, the lower body and right hand were found. Uh, the statue was missing its glasses and left hand, and it is said that the only way to lift this curse is um, to have the entire statue um, <laughs> recovered. Um the statue was recovered, new glasses, and a new hand were produced for it, and the statue that was uh, at the bottom of the canal is now at the KFC headquarters in Yokohama, um, so it's not viewable by the public. Um, only employees and special guests are able <laughs> to basically look at it. Um, the original KFC location, the Dodambari location, is not currently uh, there any longer, uh, so it does not lo- longer exist. And to this date, the Tigers have not won a Japan series since 1985. Oh, which my Which is a 34-year-long losing streak. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. How do you think you get a ticket to see the Colonel in Japan? I think yeah. you just have to work for the KFC headquarters. But like, <laughs> or be like or family Or did say special, special guest. Special guest. Yeah. Like, how do you become a special guest? I wonder if you could write them if they sell tickets or something. Do you yeah. think if we get popular enough that we can go and see <laughs> the Colonel in Japan? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Taking a trip to Japan just to see the Colonel statue that was I would stolen. do that. That's Sounds pretty incredible. cool. That's an interesting <laughs> story. I just think it's funny that they're like, okay, we need people who resemble all the players. Crap. What are we going to do about this American guy? I know. We'll steal a statue of a Kentucky Fried Chicken the Kentucky Fried Chicken creator. Like, that that's their logic. Like, Colonel Sanders I know represents where we can, all of us Americans. It's like, I know where we can get He's a white guy. Here's the... That's uh, funny. And some white chicken. <laughs> they don't look anything alike. <laughs> but they have one of... They're both white and they both have beards. That's all they yeah, need. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I do wonder if it still had the jersey on it because they threw it in oh, with, a, yeah. with a jersey. But it's been that deteriorated. so yeah. long. Yeah. It's probably yeah. fucking gone. <laughs> Based on my knowledge of water and the limited archaeology I took in school, <laughs> what was it? See, it was it's, thrown in. It's probably definitely in small pieces. If not. oh yeah, twenty-four years. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you get like full-size Colonel Sanders statues? 
Well, I don't know. Could you get, can you one. get mini ones even? Like, well, yeah, you could. They have like pop figures, and they have like uh, little bobbleheads and stuff. But you know how they have like I giant want a Santa Claus, like statue, animatronic Santa oh Clauses, animatronic, animatronic. I want an animatronic. I love Colonel Sanders. Let's all go home I and play the Colonel KFC. Sanders stadium. Let's go oh, yeah. get some chicken. I know. I want chicken. Now. Let's go get Popeyes. Yeah. Fuck you, KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I like KFC's <laughs> potatoes better. Yeah, you yeah. gotta pick and oh, choose from all of them. I like Popeye's gravy though. See, I don't like their gravy because it's like I don't know, it's weird. I and it has chunks of things. I in like there. It's that. like the Popeye's chicken, the KFC, KFC taters, taters. taters, uh, the church's um biscuits i've never eaten at churches you have to like voltron yourself a chicken meal from like all the best (laughs) bits of every restaurant (laughs) do you have a happy thought mo i don't know well you guys go and i'll come up with something um my happy thought is that i'm done with school for five days Five days. Five nice. days. Five whole days before I've got to do classes again. But my next class is a death and dying and cultures classes, and yeah. I'm really excited to learn how to cover up your serial killing. No, habits. it's so interesting to learn about how like different cultures I deal with class. death and yeah. death. I said I said death. I, I took a lot death. of classes like that when I was an anthropology major. Yeah, it's super interesting, and I'm. So never stoked i decided that you are studying forensic psychology so you can learn how to cover up your own crimes they should make a show about that <laughs> maybe call it name it after the character right yeah. like yeah. we call it hannah like after yeah. the character yeah. or maybe we could come up with a more unique name like dexter yeah wait <laughs> <laughs> tm 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 <laughs> That's a good happy thought. I'm glad you get I a like little it. bit of time off. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? What's your happy thought? Aren't we just going to go in a circle? Are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking at you. My happy thought is that Hannah doesn't appear to be a serial killer. No. <laughs> That's good. That's always a good hey, thing. Hey. Um, <laughs> my happy thought is that I'm not as awful as I think I am because within two days of finally starting to look for a new job I got two interviews yeah that's 50 percent awesome that's 50 percent of the places I applied for that is awesome yeah. I'm at 500 guys nice. as a sports reference so those of you listening mm. who get it I it means I'm even it means I'm my win loss is what sport even any you can really <laughs> use it in any sport as you can tell, none of us here yeah. really. They use it a lot in baseball, but you can use it with any sport. Bell would have gotten that. Oh, yeah. baseball. would have gotten it. Did you none hear about what, Colonel Sanders? <laughs> 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 no, Colonel Sanders. Can we have your boss on our podcast if you get hired? <laughs> if, if they want to. Bosscast. Bosscast. <gasps> Don't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What happened? Tana broke. TM. <laughs> okay, I don't Doesn't know what that TM means. Idea. Trademark. Oh, tra- oh I've been saying okay. it all day. Well, no, I thought that, but it didn't make sense oh. when she said it before about something else that I said. What's I'm your bad. happy thought, James? Uh, my happy thought is I'm going to hang out with my dad. I haven't Woo! seen him in a while. Yeah. That's and cool. And we met a cool comics guy, he's and we got it. He's I just discovered something <laughs> about James's father. Is your dad's name John? <laughs> yes. Okay. He's Papa John. He's Papa John. I'm hungry. When, <laughs> <laughs> when you guys have kids, if you guys have kids, they have to call him Papa because then he can be, be Papa, Papa John. John. All right, say, what's your happy thought? 
So it's not really a happy thought. Um, there's Well, it is a happy thought. It's just things I'm looking forward to. So I am looking forward to Halloween. It is spooky time. I've put up some decorations, and that's pretty cool, um, which I haven't done for like three years. So I'm enjoying nice. that, and i got to get my costume ready for the party, and Ooh. that's going to be fun. I have no idea what I'm going to be. <laughs> Yet, so, so not only do you have to get it ready, you have to think of it. I have it to out, think yeah. of it and get it ready. So, I don't know. Just this time of year, I guess. Yeah. I like and my birthday. Your yeah. Birthday Are we doing anything for your birthday? Soon. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe we were talked about going to the, punk the pumpkin, pumpkin nights, nights like or something. Getting yeah. the whole family together. Well, that was a fun episode. Thank you, James, for joining yeah. us. Yeah, that was really, really cool. enjoyed it. It was fun. Stop. <laughs> no <laughs> slow clap. Slow clap. All right. We will be recording our next episode in two weeks, and until then, we'll Why see you later. with this shit? What? <laughs> Don't get haunted. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to have a, a sign-off? Yell pomade at people. Yeah, pomade, pomade, pomade. Pomade, pomade, pomade. pomade, pomade, pomade. pomade. All together. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It was good. <laughs>